0: Hey, Teacher Mama. Today uh, is such a special episode. Um, You know how they say that we end up teaching the thing that we need. We learn about the thing that we need, and that's what we end up teaching to the world. Well, today, um, I asked my new friend, JC Lawler to come on the show to teach us about something that I really need, and I know so many other teacher mamas need it as well. So we're gonna we're chatting with JC Lawler, and it is so good. And you are gonna leave this episode with two really tangible tips to to just right away be able to start thinking about and and maybe even implementing. So. JC is an audacious human who has taken her own mindset journey and used it to empower other women to live their own version of an audacious life. She is currently a full-time teacher, and we talk about that um, and her teaching journey in the episode. She is the host of Have the Audacity podcast and is building an online community of audacious women who are ready to stand in their power and take control of their mindset through accountability and like-minded relationships. Today we are talking all about identity. And I find I it was it's such a juicy conversation. It is honestly one that I'm going to come back to. I'm going to use the, the strategies that she gave us in this episode. Uh, we got we got off the call, or not even off the call yet. We we stopped recording, and I told JC like, you know, thank you so much for this because I can right away feel this weight lifted off my shoulders, and and I, I now I know kind of how to approach identity in a different way that doesn't feel like chains, and I I know this is gonna serve you, dear listener just as much as it serves me and I'm so excited for you to take a listen all about identity and who even are we
1: hey teacher mama welcome to the teacher mama's podcast Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey I'm Ashley and I'm Roberta. We too
0: felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work but we kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time or energy until we found some
1: time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast you're going to find help Routines and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So, go grab your favorite
0: drink and a notebook and your favorite pen because we're about to dive in. Hey guys, Ashley and I have a huge ask of you. We are currently reaching out to as many teacher mamas as we possibly can in order to make sure that this podcast is serving you. Podcasting is so different from a lot of different mediums from blogging or using social media, since we don't always necessarily get to have conversations or hear feedback about the topics or about specific episodes. And we we want to have that feedback. It's helpful. And so we would love to have a quick Voxer or Zoom chat, maybe just using Facebook Messenger um, with five at least five teacher mamas who listen to the podcast and are willing to help us in planning out the future of the teacher mamas podcast. You know, plan out the topics that we have, the guests that we invite onto the show. And so the first three teacher mamas to sign up for uh, this chat, again, either a Voxer, just Facebook Messenger, or a quick Zoom, it's super laid back. But the first three people to sign up for that uh, will get a freebie. Ashley and I. So sign up really quickly so you don't miss out on that freebie. And um, and the freebie is free coaching. So uh, you don't want to miss out on that. And we know your time is precious and we, we truly value that. So if hopping on a quick call is not within your time availability right now, then we really ask that instead you take just a quick five minutes, honestly, maybe even less than that to just fill out a quick survey that I've created um, on Google Forms. And it would really help us, again, with knowing what topics will serve you best, uh, what type of guests you want to vibe, you know, you vibe with most, um, and what you what you want from the future of the Teacher Mamas podcast. So the links to sign up for either a live chat or the quick survey are going to be in the show notes. And so by doing one of those options, it is seriously the biggest thank you that you could possibly give us as podcast hosts uh podcasting can be kind of lonely to be honest and um at the same time you know we can see how many people are vibing with episodes and we can see you know different things like that but we don't necessarily hear feedback and that would be I think that would be just incredible and it's a huge thank you and so yeah Go check out the show notes and sign up for a quick chat or that survey. Seriously, the survey is super fast. So, it, but it's beyond helpful. Thank you, ladies. All right, y'all. So Ashley and I both met JC at the Empower Her live event. This well, Ashley met her th- last year, and I met her this year. And it was just like complete, I mean, fate, I guess would be the word I'm looking for. Because uh, during the event, one of the things that Keisha had us do was stand up and move around and talk to three people that we hadn't talked to before that we'd never spoken to at all before and have a conversation. And the things that we were supposed to talk about were, um, the first thing is what was one thing that I'm working on right now? The second thing is, what is one thing I need help with? And the third thing is to give an unapologetic break. So one thing that we're really proud of ourselves for. And when I, she gave us a minute to think about what our answers were. And the first thing I thought about was, you know, I've really been working the last three years on my identity because as most of you listeners know, unless you're new here, about three years ago, exactly, I found myself, um, outside of the classroom for the first time, I wasn't teaching in the classroom, it wasn't exactly planned. And so it was very abrupt. And I was trying so hard to hold on to that teacher hat because so much of my identity was tied into being a teacher, that I was afraid that if I let go of that hat, I wouldn't know who I was. And and honestly, that's been it, it that did happen. I just I remember this breakdown moment, crying next to my uh like sliding glass doors like watching my kids playing outside and i'm just like on the floor crying cuz it was during a school day and i'm like what am i even doing i don't know who i am like i'm their mom but i'm not a teacher and i spent so long working towards being a teacher and then being a teacher and now without that i honestly don't know who i am and so the last 2 years have really been me working on what does it even mean what does that word mean and so that's what i brought to the event and um, I think JC, you were the second person that I, you know, it was so random, right? Like we're just walking around finding someone that doesn't have someone that they're talking to, and strike up a conversation, which is really hard, especially for me. I'm such an introvert, so it was like super serendipitous that I said, you know, I'm working on identity. I'm a teacher, and I can't remember exactly what you said, JC, but you're like, oh, I I speak on that on my podcast, and I I know about that, so. Um, I was like, oh, I need to talk with you more. And so selfishly, I asked you to be on the podcast for me, but I know that this conversation is going to serve so many other teachers. I'm not the only one like a lot of our teachers stories are going to be different from my own. But I think a lot of us have this moment where we're like, wait a second, I've been teaching for so long, or I've been, you know, doing this thing for so long. If I'm not a teacher, what is my identity? So I'm really excited for this conversation today. But uh, before we get into that, can you just give us a little background on you and maybe uh, what you teach because you are a teacher as well. And um, how or why you decided to start your Have the Audacity podcast? Well, first off, I just
2: want to say thank you so much for inviting me on. I am very excited about this. And it really was like, I just want you to know, I'm an introvert as well. And so it was hard for me. Like I sat at my chair for a moment and was like, should I get up and talk or should I go to the bathroom or should I just kind of (laughs) wander around and pretend that I'm talking, but but, like, I'm not actually talking to anybody. And I thought, no, I'm getting out of there because I love connecting with people, but it's just, it's still hard to do. And so I totally get that. But it was a very serendipitous moment when you were like, oh yeah, I was a teacher and you know, just everything you just shared, you shared with me that day. And so I totally identified with it because I am currently in the classroom. I am on my ninth year teaching in elementary. And so I've taught a little bit of it all. I taught fourth grade math for four years. Um, I was like, my life peaked because. I wanted to be like on backstory on me. I wanted to always be a teacher. This was my goal. So at 21, I get my first classroom right out of college. And by 24, two years in, three years in, I was like, has my life peaked? This is it. Mm -hmm. I've literally achieved everything I wanted. Like, is it all downhill from here? What is next? And I very much experienced a crisis in that. And so naturally, like, what I saw around me was I thought, okay, let's change grades. Like, I am not afraid to, like, humbly admit that I was teaching fourth grade math, and I was very good at it, and I knew how to get kids to learn and be successful on state tests. I just had it down, and I was like, this isn't a challenge. Maybe that's the problem. That's what it is. Okay. So we had an opening, and I went to kindergarten. Mm -hmm. and um that was a whole experience in and of itself
0: (laughs) and (laughs) there was a
2: lot there was a lot to that mind you you know mentally wise I'm going through this crisis of like has my life peaked at 24 like this is it for me Mm -hmm. and I kind of went through a series of things that year where I had different losses and I never lost anybody in my life and I lost my grandparents like very close together. And then a really close friend lost their mom and I was in kindergarten and it was hard and it was new and all of these things, right? And this was a year of the shutdown. And honestly, mm. if we're perfectly honest, I was like, peace out. This is the best thing that ever happened to me because I wanted to quit at Christmas. And so I just was like, I can't do this anymore. So everybody was sad and I was like, bye. I I need this. My mental health needs me to not be here. Uh-huh. And so I went to third grade the next year and then that led me to a year later, I have the ESL coordinator position for my campus. Um, and this is my third year doing that. And that that's kind of in my journey. So I've kind of taught a little bit everywhere in elementary. I get how that works. Um, the long winded answer to this, but you know, I really identified with your story because I, it didn't get better. <laughs> like Changing positions three times didn't fix it. It just kept getting worse. And when you have that feeling, I totally get that feeling of like, who am I? What am I doing? Um, mm-hmm. it, it demands to be heard and it de- demands to be acknowledged. And so you can, I was avoiding it by just changing. And I see that with a lot of people. And then yeah. you end up with these breakdown moments and you hit rock bottom and you don't know what happened but it's because that feeling demands to be heard and it demands attention and that kind of led me on this journey of figuring out who I was and from that have the audacity came because I wanted to have that permission slip for women to have the audacity to build the life that's their version of a dream life not what anybody else's is that it's unique to you and to be audacious in that so that was a very long-winded answer I apologize but there's context to how I got here
1: (laughs) yeah don't don't apologize I do love though that you didn't just you weren't just like uh fourth grade I am so good at what I do and now let's move on to something completely different like you change you at least you tried different things which I think is super important and you weren't just like well teaching isn't for me anymore you know, like you didn't just throw Mm -hmm. in the towel. So I love that because we talk about that too. Like if you're having this feeling of yours, yours wasn't stressed, but you know, we talk about our teacher moms on listening here. A lot of times it's like super stressed out or burnt out or, and Mm -hmm. when we talk about like, what could you do differently? What could you change in your teaching or in your life to like, see if it's just something that needs a change, you need to bring in some more joy. And that for you, that was probably like your podcast, right? Like, you needed to have a little bit more joy in your life and do something different than just have that I teacher, teacher identity. So how would you define identity? And have you ever struggled as a teacher with letting your identity get wrapped up slowly as being a teacher? And then maybe I'll wait t- until you answer those. And then I'll as- ask next question. Okay. Um, yes, these are really
2: good questions. So to I just want to like acknowledge that I've been there and I didn't snap my fingers and had a podcast. And in this version of myself now, this person talking to you has been three years in the making. Um, I was very burnt out. I was good at my job when I Like, I still am good at my job, but I was really good at teaching and had figured it out when I was in fourth grade because I made that my identity. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And that was all I did 24-7. So, yes, I Mm -hmm. became very good at it because that consumed my thoughts all the time. And so then I and then that was another layer of not only a teacher being my identity, but then having um being a successful teacher in Mm -hmm. that subject area and then switching and having to deal with losing that piece mm-hmm. of you. Cause I did have that as my identity. I liked being known for that. And, um, and so that kind of led me through like really suffering from burnout and in fall of 2020, when we were back in class, like Texas came back face to face and parents had the option to be online. So we were doing both. And I was having panic attacks daily, multiple panic attacks. This was how Mm -hmm. bad my burnout got and Mm -hmm. my mental health was, was that I didn't know what to do because I was like, I'm a teacher. What do I do? Mind you in this journey, like I had had a master's degree. I'm like, I could leave, but what do I do? I'm a teacher. That's all I wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. I was having multiple panic attacks a day. And it wasn't until I had a panic attack in class with my third graders in the room and having to grab a teacher friend from the hall and be like, I need you to watch my class and going Mm -hmm. to the nurse's office for 30 minutes while I have this panic attack that I was like, something's got to change. And that was where I learned about like deconstructing identity and not putting identity in things that are outside of you Mm. and in labels and things. And, um, and that was that was too I had a really great therapist who was like tell uh-huh. me about yourself and all I listed was titles
1: uh-huh.
2: like I'm a teacher I'm a sister I'm a friend I'm a daughter like I'm not uh-huh. a mom but I know I have friends that are moms and so I know they're like I'm a mom like you say all these things and um all of those things are out of your control so what happens if you lose them Not I'm not saying like you can lose all of them but like on the part of your job what happens if you lose that job no or you have to move or something happens and you can't teach anymore like you're putting you're putting your identity and your worth on things outside of you
0: yeah and even with the mom part like I talked to so many moms who are now empty nesters and then they have that same identity crisis where yes they're still a mom but in a different way and so it's like what do you do with all your time and energy when you're an empty nester. And so it, it becomes the same thing with that type of title too.
2: Mm-hmm. And I and I totally agree with that. And I witnessed that aspect from my own mom firsthand. Um, I've had conversations with my, my mom. Um, I have a younger sister. And when we were both out of the house, she was like, all I ever wanted to be was a mom. That was it. Mm-hmm. That, that's all she wanted. And she's like, now I don't know. Y'all are gone. And I have mm-hmm. so much of my life left. I'm like, what do I do yeah. now? I've always just been a mom, yeah. And we just had this conversation recently, and I'm like, Well, I got I've been there, <laughs> and <laughs> again, I can kind of help you like work through this, but that's kind of where like that came from, and really just um diving into who you are outside of labels. But I mean, that's what cultures taught us,
1: yeah, to do, yeah. So how does our view of our identity, identity affect our mindset? We've kind of, I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but do you have anything else to like, what, like what else, what else can I, you do? Like, mm-hmm. you know,
2: <laughs> like if you're I, attaching your identity to external things, then like your job, I mean, all these labels and um, like when you lose them, you're like, I mean, just think about it like i mean you've been there like you lose a label of something i mean, even like a student if you make your whole your whole identity that and then suddenly you're not anymore like professional athletes go through this and Mm -hmm. normally they see them go like some of them go off the deep end if they have not made any type of identity for themselves outside of their job then they lose it or they retire and then Mm -hmm. they go crazy and they go party because they're like
1: yeah, I think of people like in the military too, who come back and are no longer like able to serve in the military. And that's where so much of the, um, yeah, d- yeah, I get it. <laughs> it.
2: It's just this this lost feeling and yeah. not knowing who you are. So then it's almost, um, you resort yourself to being panicked and kind of grasping at straws. But then on the flip side, you'll do almost anything to protect it. Even if Mm -hmm. it's not serving you because you're wrapped up in it. Like how many, Mm -hmm. you know, just speaking to the teachers, like listening, how, if you know, you've tried different things you've tried and you're like, this is not for me anymore, but you're desperately holding on to it in a panic because you're like, this is who I am. This is what I do. Even though it's killing me slowly inside, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is, this is who I am. And like, what, how does that affect your other relationships? Like that's going to affect your outlook on life. You're not going to be happy. And that just bleeds everywhere. Mm -hmm, It's very messy.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So how can we even just go about identifying our own identity without labels? I think this is where I get stuck the most. Is like, Mm -hmm. how do I even do this?
2: No. And it is really hard and it's an, um, so I actually made a freebie. Like I have like a whole walk through this process and actually on my podcast, um, episode 54, I dive deep into like the whole, like walking the listener through this whole process that I'm going to explain. Um, I'll just kind of like go over it, but like the first thing that I did when I was on this journey and that I've coached others through is to just take like a blank sheet of paper set a timer for five to ten minutes and literally just who am I write down everything you can think of Mm -hmm. like if you ask yourself who am I you're just writing a list just a brain dump list who am I teacher mom daughter friend you know all the things Mm -hmm. and then you're gonna look at that list and you're gonna mark off everything that's a title And like, what are you left with? And then that gets hard because you're like, okay, if it's early on in this, like, I'm going to be honest, I marked everything off my list. I was like, I'm left with nothing. I don't know. And so the next step is, is to go ask the people in your life because everybody sees us for who we are in a way that we don't see ourselves. And you're like, okay, well, if you had to describe me who I am, how, how would you do that to somebody? And they're like, oh, well, you're kind, you're empathetic, you always show up for people. You're very powerful. Like you, and you start just having a running list of how the people in your life see you. I love that. And then that's kind of like your starting point. And I'm not one that's like affirmations fix everything. Um, but it is good to like keep that list close. And even say like, I am this, like, just pick one and pick one that feels like a little bit of a stretch, but is not like, oh, there's no way I don't believe that because your, your mind's going to know, like, this is BS. (laughs) I don't. That's why if you, if you let go one way, I feel like it's very relatable to explain it is If you have a horrible body image and you hate yourself, telling yourself, I love myself every day. mm Mm-mm your your brain's like this is bs i don't Mm -hmm. buy this for a second Mm -hmm. but if you start with something more neutral like i'm thankful for my body it keeps me alive cool Mm -hmm. your brain's like i mean that's fair and then that starts to feel better because you're like i mean i'm really not thankful for it i hate how i look but okay i mean it does keep me alive
0: and then like (laughs) i don't mind my eyebrows (laughs) Like, Like like one little thing yeah (laughs)
2: you know so it's just like you know like I'm thankful it keeps me alive it's very non-judgmental you know just neutral and then from there when you're like okay yeah I am thankful and you really embody that then you're like okay well maybe I like this about myself because some people can't even find one thing they like about themselves so like just be thankful that it's allowing you to live your life Mm -hmm. and so I took these and I just started reading over two or three of them a day until I really felt like, yes, this is me. Mm -hmm. And then in like three months I went back and I did repeated the exercise and suddenly like there were still titles there, but then there was less than there was the first time. Mm -hmm. And then I noticed when people are walking up and like, introduce yourself. I wasn't jumping to, oh, I'm this and I'm, I'm a teacher and I'm a podcaster and I'm a dog mom. And you know, like labels how I show up for other people it was more about who I was as a human
0: mm. mm-hmm. yeah can we like can we um what is the
1: word I'm uh, looking for oh words <laughs> <laughs> oh Mondays. can we model
0: that there we go I know Mondays uh, there's the uh, teacher in you
2: can we model right? that
0: Yeah, can we model that for our listeners? So if I were to come up to you and say, hi, I'm Roberta, who are you? Or whatever. (laughs) How how would you answer that today?
2: I, and see, it's really
0: awkward. And it's something that
2: I still have to think about because, and it's not even so much that like, I know how I describe myself, but it feels weird because do you ever have anybody not introduce themselves as their title right right yeah and so people look at you and you know like societally you're like I'm supposed to say this is what I do like you know Yeah. but you know like I would say like I hi my name's JC I'm a person who loves to have human connections with people I love to have conversations with people and i show up very big for the people in my life Mm
1: -hmm.
2: that's beautiful Mm
1: -hmm. i like that yeah i can't imagine and
2: people look at you like and once you're aware of this concept i'm telling you we're gonna leave this call and you're gonna go out in the real world tomorrow and whenever you're listening to this you're gonna be out in the wild And you're going to hear people (laughs) introduce themselves and describing them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, they're using a title. What's going to happen to you when you lose it? Like, right. mm? Like, you're just going to see it everywhere. Because once you're aware of it, you just see it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like that a lot. (laughs) It sounds nice coming out of your mouth. And I'm sure it took a lot of practice. Because I know, like, we're probably we're sitting here like, oh, what would I say? (laughs) (laughs) but um okay so i think like that is super tangible but do you have one more tangible step our listeners can take as soon as they're done listening to help them feel better rooted in their own identities
2: i that is so good so like one would be like i mean i would say like carve out your time it's a very powerful like 15 minute practice to do (laughs) um but also just you can do something very like, does it have to be a formal sit down situation, but just sit and honestly take one step of awareness. Like you two, you two just admitted you're doing right now. Like, how would I, how would I describe myself? <laughs> and just because a lot of times we're not even aware that our identity is wrapped up in external titles
1: mm-hmm.
2: because it's so, well, it's such a
1: societal norm. Like, yeah. And it's just kind of like weird to think about like, how would i go and introduce myself to somebody like that like it feels weird like i'm almost um like boasting about myself not Mm -hmm. that it sounded that way to you when you said it but like if i think of like how i would say it i feel like i'd be sounding like i'm like boasting you know what i mean like so that obviously takes practice
2: (laughs) yes i totally get it and and to that because especially as women and I'm very passionate about this so let me just pull out my soapbox and climb up on it, do it, do is, it. Is that we are taught in our society to have our identity and how we show up for others
0: mm-hmm. so yes it feels
2: very boastful and you feel like kind of that shame like I shouldn't be doing this mm-hmm. I shouldn't brag about myself I I need to define myself how I show up for others Mm-hmm. because it kind of, it keeps you playing small
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it keeps you focused on how you can show up for others in your life not that showing up for others is bad I'm not I'm not hating on that
1: mm-hmm.
2: but like it all is on I mean like we don't need a lot of like don't be selfish but we're just taught to wrap our identity and how we show up for others mm-hmm. I mean from a very young age yeah. I mean how often do we tell little girls to be quiet like oh no you don't You're not loud. Boys are loud. Girls are not loud. Mm -hmm. Like it's so ingrained in our culture. So yeah, it feels very uncomfortable. And it was very uncomfortable in the beginning. Like I said, and I want to like reassure the listener that this is three years of it. (laughs) This is me like three years of this. (laughs) Like I did not just do this and am this way now. And it's still a process and I'm not perfect
0: at it all the time. Right yeah that's so beautiful though I'm really motivated now to like go journal and do not only that exercise but also practice what am I going to say and not to be weird but like write a script kind of to practice no because... like
2: that's what you need write a script yeah yeah
0: and, and,
2: and like I said like helpful. the the first step that like the listener can do just right now in this moment is just take a pause how do I introduce myself and just have that self-awareness because you can't change anything if you're not aware of it.
0: Oh okay.
1: good.
2: And it yeah. would be way I wish I would have known about this years ago before I like was faced with burnout because yeah. it changes my decisions now still being in the classroom. I work extra sometimes because I want to. Because I know like 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 this weekend. I normally don't work on the weekends. I have made that my norm, but this weekend I did because I was feeling like I knew for myself that it was good for me just to get some things done because I knew this week was going to be busy, but it wasn't because I felt obligated. Like I'm a teacher. I need to do this. I need to work all the time. It was like, no, this feels good. I don't want to be stressed about it or feel like I have too much going on. mm -hmm. And so the way you make decisions comes from a different place. It comes from more of like an empowered place and not like, Oh, this is what I'm supposed to do because this is who
0: I am. Yep. An important distinction for sure.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Love that. So JC, this has been so beautiful and I honestly can't wait to listen to it again. uh, As I edit through it here in a few days, but uh. So thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story and being vulnerable and for honestly for doing the work so that you can help people like me, you know, figure it out <laughs> as well. I really appreciate you and I'm so grateful for you and for being here. Um, So can you tell our listeners though, how to find, or uh just remind them of your podcast. I know we mentioned it at the top of the episode, but um your podcast, and then also maybe your favorite way for them to reach out to you. Um. If they, you know, had a ha's in the show or questions or uh whatever that may be, like whether it's Instagram or Facebook page, email website, what's your favorite way for them to reach out to you?
2: Oh, yes, I love this. And I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Like this really was and for asking me to come on. I really enjoy it. I can talk about all of this forever. So <laughs> thank you so much for allowing me to come on. Um, but if you want to connect with me, I have a website it's my name ww.jclawler dot r.com um it's linked in the show notes um that's my instagram handle too is jc lawler it's just my name that's the best place to come i hang out on instagram a lot and then my podcast is have the audacity i release two episodes a week and we're closing in on a year which is very exciting uh-huh. um, but that's- find me and um I have a community in all these ways and I on my websites where you can find the link to the freebie that will just walk you through this whole process
0: that we talked I about Cannot today. wait to go get that myself so yeah So sure. yeah thank you again GC no thank you so
1: much